I'm Mark Smith. I'm excited to have you join me today as we begin a brand new message in the process season five, Procrastination, the Thief of Time. If you haven't had the opportunity to, um, to listen to any of the prior messages in my series, The Process, which included The Foundation, The Perfect Storm, Where Do We Go From Here, and Why Not Me? Man, what have you missed? <laughs> but just a quick reminder, these series and all of the acronyms toward our growth can be heard on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor, TuneIn, iTunes and others. Just please search the process Mark Smith to revisit and listen to those messages. Thank you again for the emails and the comments and please, please keep those coming. Well, where do we start? Well, this past week, I got a call from a, a old colleague who posed a very interesting question slash uh, comment to me. He asked me, he said, Mark, I love that you made the decision to talk about real life things in the process. But if we all know that the door of opportunity closes at some point, why? Please explain why do we continue to procrastinate and limit our growth? <laughs> well, I was kind of floored and I don't usually get quiet, <laughs> but I responded by saying yesterday. I was consumed with worry. Today, I choose to believe. So tomorrow, I will create my legacy. This is my mission statement for this series and for the process, season five. I then began to recap my message last week with him, as I'm going to do for each of you right now. A non-disputable fact is, many of us are just as scared of reaching success as we are of failure. This always reminds me of when Les Brown stated that the wealthiest place in the world was the graveyard. Now, I don't know about you, but that threw me for a minute. And then the epiphany of unrealized dreams and ideas were buried, buried in the graveyard. I've often talked about three things that we control daily. Do you remember what those were? Let me help you out here. Number one. The thoughts we think. Number two, the images we visualize. And number three, the actions we take, which are the catalysts of how we mentally view the things that we encounter on a day to day basis. I then reminded him of what I mentioned in the prior message, which was it was our own propensity to put our, our hand in, in the personal situations that have already been worked out. I can only speak for in my life <laughs> about putting my hand in it. Periodically, this sent my mind into what could be considered an unstable place, a place of worry. So <laughs> I had to go through a period of mental reconditioning and ask, why obstruct realized revelations for yourself? Worry. Which was not easy, not, not easy now, especially when it all could have been eliminated had procrastination been removed from the onset. For me, part of preparing a message is allowing for my instinct to take over and reach inside my heart to speak what it is called to do. 
This <laughs> sometimes comes at unlikely times and definitely unlikely places like this one, cutting the grass. Well, cutting the grass, I thought about something I read by Norman Vincent Peale when he chronicled his seven values to live by, which coincidentally, without any of my prior knowledge, I've written on some of these same ones in the prior messages that I've written. There were two that stuck with me while pushing the lawnmower row after row after row in the front yard. They were simple. They were courage and enthusiasm and how applicable these have been in my process. Now, let me back up. Call me a bit different, but I don't treat cutting the grass as a chore. And matter of fact, I really enjoy it. I'm you know, putting in my headphones, put my sunglasses on. Uh, my hat on, you know, places me in a mindset of a little kid who's on an adventure and just out there in the in the front or in the back having fun. My wife will peer out the window and just watch me uh, get into a zone for the next 60 or 90 minutes, however long it takes to do what I call a full job of taking care of our yard. The other value that resonated with me was courage and how that has that has been and will be paramount in everyone's life. Several times I remind myself of something that is simple when I think about even cutting the grass. And that's how you do anything is everything, no matter what it is in life. But understanding how to embrace our battles gives us the courage to reach levels that we've never imagined. So what is the symbolism of courage and enthusiasm? Hmm. They, like the things we control, will always be there for us should we embrace or should we choose to accept and no longer procrastinate. Choose. Challenges help obstacles become opportunities once embraced. That's what I'm going to talk about today. Let's begin. I'm going to start with the C in choose which I diagrammed as being challenges. Has anyone ever said to you, if it doesn't kill you, it will make you stronger? <laughs> I know it's intended to help reshape your mind in a positive way or embrace the fact that you're a fighter, but it still doesn't make you feel better at that time or you're going through. You know, we all faced with challenges at some point in our life. And sometimes, yes, sometimes these are challenges that we did create. Now, challenges that happened that beyond our control as well. The difference for me is how I choose to respond to what some call problems that I call learning opportunities. I had to learn that ultimate measure in my own life. And it was not in the moments of comfort and convenience, but it was where it stood at times of challenges and controversies. Let me take you back to a day, December 7th, 2018, a day where challenges placed me on the path to understand now what is my future. That day started off like any normal day for me. I mean, up at five, downstairs uh, to the gym for a traditional 90 minutes of working out with my wife 
We let the dogs out, fed them, we showered, then packed our lunches, then off to work. Well, for me, it was off to work. She was teleworking this specific day, December 7th, 2018. At this time, my job title was a career development director for a, a for-profit nationally known educational provider. I got to work early, as usual, around 8.30, go into my office and review my schedule for the day. You know, meeting times, uh, upcoming presentations, and other action items for the day. One of the 11 a.m. tasks on my calendar for that day was to give a presentation to all the medical assistants, the medical billing and coding, and the electrical students on the topic of workplace ethics. Interesting, huh? <laughs> this session happened to be one of the best yet. And even the instructors stated they received new cutting-edge information from me that day. Working on a cloud, feeling a euphoric high, on my way back to my office, I remember looking in the library and gazing at a quote on the wall by multiple writers. It read, The expected is what keeps us steady. It's the unexpected that changes our lives forever. Now, no sooner as I sat down in my office, the campus president knocked on my door and instructed me to report to his office. Now, I don't know about you, but as um, you might imagine, um, and I'm sure most people would imagine, your mind is focused on there was something that I must have done wrong or some, a potential reprimand was coming for something. As I entered his office, there was not only me, uh, me, my other individuals, not the local management staff, but representatives from our regional leadership team as well. It was unveiled at that moment to us that our for-profit institution was closing its doors. Not in a few months, but immediately. Like today. In disbelief, or let me say disbelief, anger, frustration were some of the first emotions that came over my mind. Then the challenge of what was I going to do? Better yet, how is my mind going to now process the thoughts I think, the thoughts I visualize, and the actions I take? Let's continue on with, with my story as we move on with the H in choose. As I packed up my office on December 7, 2018, at 12 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Something else began to enter the forefront of my mind, and that was the call to Tasha, my wife. Now, I recall that call and the nervousness in my spirit when I picked up the phone. Now, let me be clear. I wasn't nervous about telling her about what happened. I was concerned about the resources or network of people who could help me move forward. I thought of a quote that I used all the time with the students that was from written by John Holmes that said, there is no exercise better for the heart than reaching down and lifting people up. So in my mind, I was hoping and thinking who would help lift me up. That exercise or that statement has always been instilled with me, especially since a young man. Now back to the phone call with, with Tasha. I remember saying when she answered the phone, um, 
I told her I was coming home for the day. Better yet, I was coming home for good. The school is closing their doors. In her calm voice, she said, that's okay, babe. God has been telling you something you always say. And that's comfort is a casualty of growth. I will meet you for lunch because I know you're upset. Uh, driving down 95 with frustration, driving down 95 with anger, it was starting to consume me. But before I go any further, I would be remiss if I didn't tell you that I felt like a failure. As a husband, a provider, a son, a friend, a point person to many, as I'm a man without a job. Perhaps it was something that I wrote about in one of my first episodes of the process when I worked about when I wrote about pride, my pride. And remember, I said pride for me stood for please remember ignorance destroys everything. And that didn't allow me to ask for help. Yep, it comes back. So we met at TGI Fridays. She knows I love the Jack Daniels sauce. <laughs> Just the sauce, everybody, the sauce. And she grabbed my hand and said, we will be fine, honey. Now, I'm sure on that day I could see, but barely, but surely I didn't have a vision. During lunch, we sat down and we made a list of all the professional relationships we had built that, would, uh, that we could reach out to for help if we wanted to. You know how you recall stories that propelled you forward? The last subtle thing that she told me before we left lunch was something I preach to the men and women today. She smiled and said, humble people ask for help, honey, if they choose to. Mm, mm, mm. So we have the C. We have the H. Let's move to the O in choose, which was obstacles. Today, well, well, let me say currently as a speaker a writer and facilitator. One of the things that I speak to my wiser, not older, <laughs> audience is about the fact that age discrimination is real. So being over 50 years old and, and with over 15 years in the education field, most organizations became hesitant to bring me aboard at that time. It wasn't because of my skill set as I accomplished many awards in this profession, it was because they could hire a younger individual and pay them half of my value. And more importantly, train them to do things in their way instead of dealing with a more experienced person who may or may not be, as they would say, set in their wage. This created a huge obstacle in not finding employment, but in, and it was, the obstacle was right there in my mind. Now, there's that old saying that the idle time is the devil's time. And sitting at home all day, filling out applications, waiting by the phone, became a landmine of obstacles for me. See, I've worked the majority of my adult life. And uh, I had really thought that I had found a place or a career. However, as I know today, there was more, so much more designed for me to accomplish in my life. Now, as you can imagine, the television became the pastime to deaden the pain during the day. I was able to complete a few honeydew projects, but I began to start down a very, very bad place mentally in life. 
More importantly, I be I, I began to compare my life with others. I had had several uh, trying moments in grow in my, in my growing maturation, but the obstacle of not having a paycheck contributing to the house was by far one of the toughest to date. As tough as this mental picture was, and although frustrated by my negative attitude at times. My wife never made me feel less than a man I was destined to be. Some may wonder what did it take for me to snap out of this and begin a path to remove myself from procrastination? That happened on January 9th, a little less than a month, excuse me, a little more than a month from the time that this occurred. January 9th, 2019, with the note she wrote me before she left for work. It said, be grateful for all the obstacles in your life. They have strengthened you as you continue with your journey. This has given you the power to choose. Boy, you don't know how much I needed that. Let's move on. We've got the first C. We've already accomplished the second H. O, let's go to the other O, which I wrote, becomes opportunities. Albert Einstein said, in the middle of every difficulty lies opportunity. Part of, at that time, part of the state of Maryland requirements to receive unemployment benefits is to attend a, a six-hour workshop called ROW, which stands for Reemployment Opportunity Workshop. Coincidentally, the former campus president of mine was in that same workshop. After the facilitators introduced themselves and explained the expectations of the day, each of the participants had to stand and share about our professional background. Public speaking and the elevator speech, man, that was something I taught young men and women for years. And although it was something I was familiar with doing, there was nothing like doing it for myself when it really, really counted. But I also remember one thing that I referenced so many times, which is there's a big difference between seeing an opportunity and seizing an opportunity. So, without fail, I stood up, gave the room my best shot, but accurate description of who Mark Smith is. Remember, I started today with me preparing this message with cutting the grass and the two values of courage and enthusiasm. So at this point, I had nothing to lose by standing up, being proud of who I am, and the road I was traveling for, for the unknown reason. Again, I had no idea where this road would lead me. After everyone had gone, and there were some, some real strong resumes in this workshop, two of the facilitators asked to speak to me at lunch. One of the uh, young men said he really enjoyed my presentation skills and thought it would behoove me to look at open opportunities with the state of Maryland. The other was quite direct, and she strongly encouraged me to apply today as the opening closed at midnight on that same day, which was January of 2019. Pressure. <laughs> well, of course, the excitement um, of potentially returning to work was there. 
but the timing and the networking of individuals was impeccable. See, funny thing, I, along with many others, um, were hesitant about even coming that day. Had it not been mandated to keep unemployment benefits, I surely would have procrastinated and passed over this opportunity that led to so many other opportunities in my life, including one today. Let's move to the next letter, which is E, or once embraced. I've talked so many times about embracing the moment or where you are in life is not by mistake. Once I returned home from the workshop and no sooner as I walked in, Tasha asked me, so how was it? I began to tell her all the conversations that took place that day and how optimistic I was that things were, were going to change very, very soon. Well, during dinner, she reminded me of something that we mentioned back in early January, right after the new year. We had an in-depth conversation about how difficult it can be to learn something positive during times of adversity. In other words, my willingness I don't hate you didn't hear me my willingness to let go of the past and embrace what is on my horizon. Author Bob Goff said embrace uncertainty. Some of the most beautiful chapters in our lives won't have a title until much, much later. I'm sure there isn't anyone in here listening that would say difficult times in life are wonderful at the beginning, but we all must have the faith to choose the path of uncertainty. I've said multiple times that <laughs> change is hard at first, messy in the middle, but also rewarding in the end. Therefore, the real essence of what growth is, is embracing and understanding that challenges help obstacles become opportunities once embraced. Strong, 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 strong. Let me close with one more example of what I mean about my acronym today on choose. One day, a small gap appeared in a cocoon and through, and through which the butterfly had to appear. A boy who accidentally passed by stopped and watched how the butterfly was trying to get out of the cocoon. It took a lot of time, but the butterfly was trying very hard and the gap was as little as before. It seemed that the power would leave the butterfly very soon. The boy decided to help the butterfly. He took a pen knife and cut the cocoon. The butterfly immediately got out, but its body was weak and feeble, and the wings were barely moving. The boy continued to watch the butterfly, thinking that now its wings would spread and it would fly. However, that did not happen. The rest of its life, the butterfly had to drag its weak body and wings that weren't spread. It was unable to fly because the boy did not realize that an effort to enter through the narrow gap of the cocoon was necessary for the butterfly so that the life-giving fluid would move from the body to the butterfly wings and the butterfly could fly. Life forced the butterfly to leave its shell early so it would, it would become stronger and would be able to grow and develop. 
If we were allowed to live without experiencing difficulties, we would not be viable. Life gives us challenges to make us stronger. Let me remind you of where we started. Yesterday, I was consumed with worry. Today, I choose to believe. So tomorrow, I will create my legacy. Now, there hasn't been anyone that I personally know of that hasn't gone through life unshaved, unblemished, tainted from circumstances we've endured. It's time to help those who are enduring and who have endured. Share these thoughts, these concepts, these words with someone and let them know change is hard at first. Messy in the middle. But also rewarding at the end. And also let them know that challenges help obstacles become opportunities once they're embraced. Look at them in the eye and let them know. Always remind them and let them know that your why is greater than your situation, which is part of your process. To my wife Tasha, my mother Lee, and Mama Sarah, I love each of you very much. To my world future leaders, my grandbabies, Kaya, Jalen, Gideon, Asher, Reagan, Ivy, and Luke. Poppy loves you very much. Oma and I will see you soon. I want you to have a great week. Embrace who you are and remember who you're called to be. Change begins and ends within as we continue to make legacy changing in 2021 a reality. God bless and I will talk to you soon. (laughs) 